Something to Vote For A One-Act Play by Charlotte Perkins Gilman This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. People in the Play Mrs. May Carroll Read by Libby Gone Dr. Strong Read by Elizabeth Clatt Miss Carrie Turner. Read by Amanda Friday. Mrs. Reedway. Read by Michelle Eaton. Mrs. Wolverhampton. Read by Anastasia Saloha. Mrs. O'Shane. Read by Arielle Lipshaw. Louise. Read by Elizabeth Clatt. Club Women. Read by Anastasia Saloha. Read by Michelle Eaton. Read by Christine G. Mr. Henry Arnold. Read by Bruce Peary. Mr. James Billings. Read by Todd. Narrated by Elizabeth Clatt. Place. A parlor, porch, or garden belonging to Mrs. Carroll. Chairs arranged at right. Platform with table and three chairs at left front. Doors at left, right, and center. Enter Miss Turner and Mrs. Reedway. Dear me, I was so afraid we'd be late looking at watch oh no the meeting begins at three you know and it's only quarter past drawing scarf about her i wish it would get warmer i do like warmer weather so do i what a lovely place mrs carroll has i think we are extremely fortunate to have her for our president so do i she's so sweet i hear she has asked mr billings to this milk discussion yes you're not surprised are you oh no everyone is talking about them he's been conspicuously devoted to her for some time now i think it's her money he's after so do i but she's crazy about him i suppose she thinks he's disinterested being so rich himself but i've heard that he'd lose a lot if this milk bill goes through so have i enter dr strong left sorry to be late i was detained by a patient oh you're not late dr strong the ladies are usually a little slow in gathering i see and about what time do your meetings really begin about half-past three usually next time i'll come then i could have seen two more patients i hate to see women so unpunctual so do i this is mrs reedway our corresponding secretary dr strong they shake hands you must remember dr strong that our members are not as a whole professional women. More's the pity. Enter Mrs. Wolverhampton. Well, well, not started yet. But you're always on hand, Miss Turner. Fans herself. Bless me, how hot it is. I do hate hot weather. So do I. Have you met our new member, Mrs. Wolverhampton? Dr. Strong of Colorado mrs wolverhampton bows dr strong comes forward and shakes hands dear me from colorado and i suppose you have voted i certainly have you seem to think i look like it why yes if you pardon me you do pardon you it seems to me a compliment we're very proud of being voters in my country Mrs. Reedway and Mrs. Wolverhampton draw aside and converse in low tones. Miss Turner fussily arranges papers. She has a large flat bag, 
and is continually diving into it and fumbling about. Enter Mrs. Carroll. Pardon me, ladies, I had no idea it was so late. Greets them all. Dear Mrs. Carroll, would you accept these flowers? How charming of you, Miss Turner. They are lovely. Sweeps toward Dr. Strong, both hands out. My dear doctor, I feel so glad and proud to have you with us. You know Mrs. Wolverhampton. Dr. Strong saved my mother's life. If she had come sooner, I'm sure she would have saved my baby. And she's going to be such a help to our club, aren't you, doctor? I'm not so sure of that, Mrs. Carroll. I'm afraid this isn't the sort of club I'm used to. It's the sort of club that needs you, doctor. Takes doctor's arm and sits down with her. Make yourselves quite at home, ladies. The others will be here presently. Miss Turner, Mrs. Reedway, and Mrs. Wolverhampton go out. We've got everything arranged, doctor. I'm going to have a bottle of the Billings & Co. milk tested, and Mr. Billings himself is to be here. That may be awkward. Oh, no, the milk is all right. I've taken it for years, and I think he's a very fine man. So I hear. <laughs> you mustn't believe all you hear, doctor. I don't. But I hope it isn't true. Hope what isn't true? About you and Mr. Billings. Never mind about me and Mr. Billings. The question is, have you got the new inspector to come? Yes, he'll be ready on time. But the club won't, I'm afraid. Oh, a few moments won't matter, I'm sure. It's a Mr. Arnold, you said. Do you know his initials? His name's Henry T. Arnold. I believe he's honest and efficient. I used to go to school with a boy named Harry Arnold. He was the very nicest boy in the room. I think he liked me pretty well. And I think you liked him pretty well, eh? Oh, well, that was years ago. By the way, Mrs. Carroll, have you any red ink? Red ink? Yes, red ink. Can you get me some? Why, I'm sure I don't know. Let me see. I did have some. It's right here, if there is any. Goes out right and returns with red ink. Thank you. Takes out a yellow-backed bill and deliberately marks it. How exciting! What do you do that for, doctor? Just a habit of mine. Some day I may see that again, and then I'd know it. Do you mark all your money? Oh, no. Only some of it. And now will you do me a real favor? Indeed I will. Please do not make any remark about this bill if you see me change it. How mysterious! I won't say a word. Putting away bill. You said I might bring along one of my patients for evidence, and I have. I've got little Mrs. O'Shane here to tell them how it affects the poor people. Well, that will be interesting, I'm sure. Where is she? Waiting outside. I couldn't induce her to come in. I'll bring her in. Exit Mrs. Carroll. Returns with a small shabby woman in black, who shrinks into the chair farthest back and sits silent. It's very good of you to come, Mrs. O'Shane. We're so much obliged. Enter Louise. Mr. Arnold, ma'am. Show him in, Louise. Exit Louise. Enter Mr. Arnold. Mrs. Carroll, Mr. Arnold. It is Harry Arnold, I do believe. But you don't remember me. Don't remember little May Terry, the prettiest girl in school. I've never forgotten her. But I did not expect to find you here. I'm glad to welcome you to my home, Mr. Arnold, as well as to our club. How are you getting on? Nothing to boast of, Mrs. Carroll, if you mean in dollars and cents. 
i like public work you see and the salaries are not high but some of our officials get very rich don't they yes some of them do but not on their salaries if you knew more about politics mrs carroll you would think better of mr arnold for not making much and he an inspector too you don't mean that our public men are bribed surely it's been known to occur oh i can't believe that such things go on here did anyone ever bribe you mr arnold some have tried not in this town surely not yet he's only just appointed mrs carroll thanks to you dr strong yes i guess i did help enter louise mr billings ask him to come in exit louise enter mr billings good afternoon mr billings let me present you to my dear friend dr strong our new member and mr arnold you probably know the milk inspector mr billings approaches dr strong who bows stiffly he shakes hands amiably with mr arnold well mr arnold i think we're going to make an impression on these ladies i trust you'll deal gently with me i'll do the best i can mr billings i didn't expect to have the head of the milk trust in my audience that is all my fault mr arnold i have taken the milk of mr billings company for years and it's always good and i want the ladies to know it mr billings can stand the test i'm glad to hear it mrs carroll you'll show up all of us rascally milkmen i don't doubt i hope not mr billings goes to mrs carroll they talk apart dr strong confers with mr arnold now mr arnold watch me and be sure you play up say you can't make change for this bill goes to mr billings mr billings can you and will you change this bill for me mr arnold here can't make it i'm sorry doctor but i haven't seen a hundred dollar bill in some time perhaps i can no indeed mrs carroll i shall be delighted dr strong if i have that much about me brings out bills from pockets and makes up the amount thank you mr billings gives him her marked bill the club members are seen arriving in background returning to mr arnold what figures have you brought mr arnold i don't want to cross your trail they confer apart mr billings to mrs carroll isn't it rather a new thing for you to interest yourself in public matters mrs carroll oh but milk is really a domestic matter don't you think so so many of our ladies are getting interested in it i suspect that is because you are i do not think you realize your influence in this town i'm sure you overestimate it not in the least look at the way you swing this club and these are the society lights all the other women follow and the men are yours to command anyhow i tell you such an influence as yours has woman suffrage beaten to a standstill <laughs> woman suffrage enter mrs wolverhampton pardon me mrs carroll but it is half past three dear me yes we must come to order ladies all come in and take seats some polite confusion mrs carroll in the chair mrs o'shane and mr billings at extreme right behind others but near front of stage mrs carroll rising ladies and gentlemen i uh, as you all know i can't make a speech and i'm not in the least fit to be president of a club but you would have it you know murmur of approval faint applause 
i am very glad to welcome you to my home and i'm sure i hope that we shall all enjoy meeting here more faint applause i don't suppose it's very business-like but the first thing i want to do is to introduce our new member dr strong of colorado mrs carroll sits dr strong rises and bows oh do come forward to the platform doctor where we can all see you madam president ladies and gentlemen i did not expect to be sprung on you until after the reading of the minutes at least but i am very glad to meet you and to feel that you have honoured me with membership in what i understand is the most influential women's club in this community i have heard that this is a very conservative club but i find that you are interesting yourselves in one of the most vital movements of our time a question of practical politics pure milk it is a great question a most important question one that appeals to the mother-heart and housekeeping sense of every woman. It is a matter of saving money and saving life, the lives of little children. I do not know of any single issue now before us which is so sure to make every woman want to vote. The ballot is our best protection. Cries of no, no! Much confusion and talking among members. One hiss. Mrs. Wolverhampton rises ponderously madam president arise to a point of order i move you that our new member be informed that all discussion of woman's suffrage is forbidden by the by laws of this club there is no subject so calculated to disrupt an organization madam president mrs black i wish to second the motion we decided long ago to allow no discussion of woman's suffrage i consider it to be one of the most dangerous movements of our time madam president mrs white won't you come forward mrs white oh no excuse me no i'll speak from here i merely wish to agree with the previous speaker woman suffrage breaks up the home madam president mrs gray i think spoke first in a moment mrs green mrs gray I just want to say that I, for one, should feel obliged to resign if woman suffrage is to be even mentioned in the club. Madam President, ladies, one at a time, please. Several ladies are on their feet. All speak together. A woman's place is in the home, Madam President. If she takes good care of the home and brings up her children right. Women are not fitted for politics. They haven't the mind for it. And my husband says politics is not fit for women, either. This club decided long ago that it was against women's suffrage. Who take care of the baby? Our power is through our feminine influence. Yes, a woman's influence. Mrs. Carroll, rapping feebly on the table. Ladies, ladies, we will adjourn for some refreshments. Won't you all please come and have some tea? I'll go out, still talking. Mrs. Carroll and Mr. Billings last. Dr. Strong and Mr. Arnold remain. Well, Dr. Strong, you did put your foot in it. Yes, that was unfortunate, wasn't it? I'd no idea they'd fly up like that. Never mind. I'll only talk milk to em. Pure milk. I'm sorry to have annoyed these women. This is an awfully important occasion. Even if they can't vote, they could do something. Don't you fret, Doctor. We'll get them interested. You don't know how important this is. The death rate among the babies here is something shameful. It's mostly owing to bad milk. And the bad milk is mostly owing to this man Billings. 
If this bill passes, he's got the whole thing in his hands, and he's crooked. I'd about come to that conclusion myself. He's got her confidence, you see, and she swings this town socially. What's more, he means to marry her, and he's not a fit man to marry any decent woman. We've got to put a spoke in his wheel, Mr. Arnold. I'm willing. You'll never get a better opportunity than right now. He'll try to fix you before you speak, I'll promise you that. And do you stick out for that hundred-dollar bill, and take it? I guess not. What do you think I am? I think you're man enough to see this game through. It's a marked bill, I tell you. You take that hundred and look at it. If there's a speck of red in the middle on the top, on both sides, you take it, and bring it out in evidence after you've shown up the milk. But the milk he sends here'll be all right. Of course. But I've brought another bottle in my bag, and I'm going to substitute it. It's his milk, all right, the common grocery store kind. You'll be safe with the iodine test. Shh! You take that bill. Re-enter Mrs. Carroll, bringing tea to Mrs. O'Shane. We are really much indebted to you for coming, Mrs. O'Shane. I hope you are quite comfortable. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you kindly. Now, Dr. Strong, you mustn't be angry because our ladies are not suffragettes. Not a bit. I'm only sorry I mentioned it. I'm here to talk milk, not suffrage. <laughs> That's so nice of you. Now do go out and get some tea, Doctor. Exit Dr. Strong. I suppose you are going to be very impressive, Mr. Arnold. You were as a boy, you know. Was I? I don't remember that. Yes, indeed. You used to brush your hair, when you did brush it, in a way I thought extremely fine. And yours was always brushed, beautiful, long, soft curls. I used to wish I dared touch them. My hair's grown so much darker since then, and I'm getting grey. Mr. Arnold, drawing near. Grey? It's a libel, not a single one. There were two or three, but to speak confidentially, I pulled them out. It wasn't necessary. You will be still more beautiful with grey hair. You didn't make compliments at thirteen no i didn't dare and how do you dare now the courage of desperation i suppose here you are still young more beautiful than ever the richest woman in the town the social leader able to lift and stir all these women and here am i a lot older than you are and nothing but a milk inspector you haven't had much personal ambition have you no i haven't but i might if i were encouraged mr arnold I am so glad to find you are my old friend, and to think you do, perhaps, value my opinion. You're right as to that. That's what discouraged me when you married Carol, and when I heard that you had become a mere society woman. You've got a good mind, always had, but you don't use it. You do think I have a mind, then? Indeed I do, a first-class one. Then let me persuade you to speak for this milk bill, Mr. Arnold. I do hope in your speech you'll mention the excellent influence on the milk you know of mr billings company why i shall have to tell what i know mrs carroll you want the facts of course we want the facts but having mr billings milk to be tested and mr billings here and he being a good friend of mine i'm particularly anxious to have his reputation thoroughly established i see and if I said anything against Mr. Billings, we should meet as strangers? Not at all, Mr. Arnold. It's the milk we're talking about, not Mr. Billings. I beg pardon. I understand. 
Re-enter Mr. Billings. Exit Mr. Arnold. Mr. Billings coming to Mrs. Carroll. I began to think I shouldn't have a chance to see you at all. Why, I'm quite conspicuous, I'm sure, in the chair. Ah, but I like best to see you alone. No one sees me when I'm alone. You can joke about it, Mrs. Carroll. It is a very serious matter to me. You must know how much I care for you, how long I have been devoted to you. You know I'm an ambitious man, Mrs. Carroll. I must be to dare hope for you. There are things I can't speak of yet, big chances in politics. If I had you with me, with your beauty and fascinating ways, by heavens, there's no place I wouldn't try for. Walks up and down excitedly. I never wanted anything so much in my life as I want you. When will you give me an answer? Certainly not now, Mr. Billings. When the meeting is over? Perhaps, when the meeting is over. Enter Miss Turner with bag and papers. Mrs. Carroll rises and goes to her. Mr. Billings turns away. Well, Miss Turner, are you going to set us to work again? I hope I don't interrupt. Interrupt? Why, this is a club meeting, Miss Turner. Are we ready now? Perhaps, if you'd have the maid bring in the sample. Oh, yes. Rings. Enter maid. Bring in the bottle of milk, Louise. Exit maid. Re-enter Dr. Strong and Mr. Arnold. I'm to be the scapegoat for the sins of the whole community, I see. You are going to clear the good name of our milk supply, Mr. Billings. Re-enter maid with bottle of milk, sets it on table. Here it is, the best milk in town. They all approach table. Mr. Billings takes it up. That's mine, all right. Name blown in the bottle, sealed with paraffin, airtight from cow to customer, Mr. Arnold. Mr. Arnold examining bottle. Looks like good milk, Mr. Billings. It is good milk, Mr. Arnold. There's none better in the market. We're not afraid of your examination. Do you send out a uniform quality? Well, hardly that, of course. We have some with less butterfat. Comes a cent or two lower. But it's all pure milk. Dr. Strong, to Arnold, aside. Get him to look at your papers. Call him off. Have you seen our official cards, Mrs. Carroll? Takes out papers. They turn to him. The doctor whips out bottle of milk from her bag and changes it for the one on the table. Billings hears her and turns around, comes over to table and takes bottle up. Starts. Others turn also. What's the matter? Matter? Why, nothing. Name blown in the bottle all right? Paraffin seal all right? All come to look. Yes, yes, it's all right. Moves off, evidently perturbed. What is it? Anything wrong with the milk? No, no, certainly not. Well, Miss Turner, I think we must collect our audience. They all go out. Can I be of assistance? Follows, with a meaning glance at Mr. Arnold, who is by the table. Mr. Billings, with sudden determination, walks swiftly to the table to take milk bottle. Mr. Arnold seizes it. Excuse me, Mr. Arnold, but there's a mistake here. This is not the milk I sent Mrs. Carroll. By some error, it's a bottle of our second quality. I'd hate to have her find it out. I've got my car here, and I'm just going to run off and change this. It won't take but a minute. Mr. Arnold, holding the bottle. I don't think you'd better, Mr. Billings. It would look badly. There's really no time. I guess you're right. See here. 
this is a very important matter to me more important than you know this bottle is not my best milk but i'll be much obliged to you if it tested well i hope it will look here arnold confound it they'll all be back in a minute here quick passes him a bill mr arnold takes it looks at it both sides i'm not in the habit of taking bribes mr billings Shh! i can see that you are so stiff about it for goodness sakes man see me through this foolish hen party and i'll make it worth your while come put that in your pocket for this one occasion you understand well just for this one occasion puts bill in pocket ladies all re-enter and take seats meeting called to order mrs carroll in chair as before mrs carroll rapping on table will the meeting please come to order i think since it is already so late and since we have such important um such an important question to discuss it will be as well to postpone the regular order of business until our next meeting i'm sure you will be glad to have our discussion opened with a few words from mr billings mr billings is the head of the milk business here and knows more about it than any man in town it is his milk which we are to have tested this afternoon and he is proud to have it so aren't you mr billings smiles at him yes yes now do talk to us a little mr billings won't you please come forward mr billings rising in his place madame president and ladies also mr inspector i feel it to be an honor to be here to-day to meet so many of the leading ladies of our community to see so many fair faces hear so many sweet voices take the hand of so many i am proud to number among my friends i wish to congratulate this club on its new president bows to mrs carroll a lady whose presence carries a benefaction wherever she goes applause in these days when so many misguided and unwomanly women are meeting together for all manner of unnecessary and sometimes utterly mistaken purposes it is a genuine pleasure to find here so many true women of that innate refinement which always avoids notoriety takes out large white handkerchief and wipes face the subject upon which i have been asked to address you is one which appeals to the heart of every woman milk for babes the favorite food of our children the mainstay of the invalid the foundation of all delicate cookery it has been my pleasure ladies and my pride to have helped in serving this community with pure and healthful milk for many years past our new organization of which there is now so much discussion in the public press is by no means the evil some would have you believe i speak as one who knows this is not the place for dry financial statistics but i assure you that through this combination of milk dealers which has been recently effected you will have cheaper milk than has ever been given here before and a far more regular and reliable service for the quality we must trust to the opinion of these experts waves his hand to dr strong and mr arnold but for the wish to serve your best interests and for a capacity in service developed through years of experience you may always count upon yours truly bows and sits stir and murmurs of approval applause isn't he interesting just what i think i am sure we are all very grateful to mr billings for giving us so much of his valuable time 
it is so interesting in this study of large general questions to get information from the fountainhead and now we shall learn the medical side of it from a most competent authority ladies i take pleasure in introducing my dear friend dr strong who will speak to us on what do you call it doctor dr strong coming forward let us call it the danger of impure milk stands a moment looking earnestly at them we all love babies we love our own babies best of all naturally we all want to feed our babies well and some of us can't do it ourselves next to the mother the most important food supplier for our children is the cow milk is the most valuable article of food for little children i suppose you all know that bottle-fed babies die faster than breast-fed by far they die mostly in summer and from enteric and diarrheal diseases reads from notes seventeen thousand four hundred and thirty seven babies under a year old died in new york in nineteen o seven one thousand three hundred and fifteen died in boston between june first and november thirtieth of that same year in six months in fall river at that time more than three hundred out of one thousand died nearly one-third in new york in five years over twenty-three thousand children of all ages died of measles scarlet fever and diphtheria combined and in the same time over twenty-six thousand babies under two years died of diarrheal diseases out of one thousand nine hundred and forty-three cases of these infantile diseases in new york only three per cent were breastfed now ladies this class of diseases comes from bacteria and the bacteria come in the vast majority of cases from the milk you see the bottle-fed baby does not get its supply directly from the source as when fed by its mother between the cow and the baby stands the milkman the milkman is not a mother i really believe that if mothers ran the milk business they would not be willing to poison other women's babies even to make money for their own the producer and distributor of milk has small thought for the consumer's interests to protect the consumer the law now provides the milk inspector but the milk inspector has on one side a few alert business men often ready to pay well to protect their interests and on the other the great mass of apathetic citizens who do not take the trouble to protect their own the discussion today is the hope of rousing this club to see the vital importance of pure milk for our children and to urge its members to use their influence to secure it. By the kind permission of your President, I have brought with me a resident of a less fortunate part of the town, that she may give you a personal experience. Mrs. O'Shane, will you please come to the platform? The little woman in black rises, hesitates, sits down again. Won't you please make room, ladies? She comes down and escorts Mrs. O'Shane to platform. Mrs. O'Shane much agitated. Brace up, Mrs. O'Shane. It's for little Patsy's sake, you know. He's gone, but there are many more. Indeed there are, thank heaven. It's not too late for the others. The street's full of them. If you please, ladies, did any of you ever lose a child? Mrs. Carroll, coming to her and taking her hand. I have, Mrs. O'Shane. Sits again. There's many, I don't doubt. But you have the consolation of knowing that your children had all done that could be done for them. And ours dies on us every summer. Such a many of them dies, and we can't help it. They used to tell us twas the hand of God, and then they said twas the hot weather. And now they're preaching it to us everywhere that tis the milk does it. 
The hot weather is bad, because them things that's in the milk swarms thicker and faster, them little bugs that kills our babies. If you could have seen me little Patsy, he was the handsomest child and the strongest. Walking he was, and him hardly a year old, and he was all I had, and me a widow. And of course I took the best milk I could get, but all the milk in our parts comes from the trust, and sixteen cents a quart for them fancy brands I could not pay. And just think of it, even if I could, there's not enough of that sort to go around. There's so many of us. We have no choice, and we have no money to pay for the extras, and we must give our babies the milk that is sold to us, and they die. I know I should care most for the hundreds and thousands of them, and for Mrs. Casey's twins that died in a week last summer, and three of Mrs. Flaherty's, and even them little blackies on Bay Street. But I care the most for my little Patsy. Haven't but the one. Ladies, if you could have seen him. The hair on his head was that soft, and all in little rings of curls, and his cheeks like roses, before he took sick, and his little feet was that pretty, and he'd kick out so strong and bold with them, and he could stand up, and he was beginning to hold on the chairs like, and he'd catch me by the skirts and look up at me with such a smile, and pull on me he would, and say, Ma! Ma! And what had I to give him but the milk? And the milk killed him. I beg your pardon, ladies, but it breaks me heart. She cries. Mrs. Carroll comforts her, crying too. Many handkerchiefs out. Mrs. Carroll rises up, repressing emotion. Ladies, we will now hear from our new inspector, Mr. Arnold. Mr. Arnold comes forward and bows. I fear cold facts will make but little impression after this moving appeal. Mrs. O'Shane has given you the main points in the case. Most people are poor, most milk is poor, and the poorest milk goes to the poorest people. The community must protect itself. The inspector has no power except to point out defects in the supply. Action must be taken to enforce the law, and unless the public does its duty, there is often no action taken. Reads from paper. Dr. Strong has given you some figures as to the mortality among babies. There is also a heavy death rate for adults from contaminated milk, as in the case of the typhoid fever outbreak in Stamford, Connecticut, in 1895, when a hundred and sixty cases were reported in nine days, one hundred and forty-seven of which had all used milk from one dairyman. In about six weeks three hundred and eighty-six cases were reported. Of these, three hundred and fifty-two took milk from that one dealer, and four more got it from him indirectly. His dairy was closed, and in two weeks the outbreak had practically subsided. Typhoid fever, scarlet fever, and diphtheria, as well as many less common diseases, are spread by infected milk. The inspection service watches both the producer and distributor, examining the dairy farm as to the health of the cattle, the nature of their surroundings, the care given them, the methods of milking, bottling, and so on, and looking to the milkman in each step of handling, carriage, and delivery. In judging milk, there are three main questions to be considered. Its comparative quality as good milk, the percentage of butter, fats, etc. Its cleanliness, dirty milk is always likely to carry disease. And its freedom from adulteration, from the primitive pump water and starch, down to the subtler and more dangerous commercial methods of today. 
i have been asked to show you a simple test or two such as might be used at home these do not require chemical or bacteriological analysis a microscope or a lactometer merely a fine cloth produces it and a little iodine produces that the ladies lean forward eagerly mr billings looks indifferent please understand ladies that neither of these tests proves anything absolutely harmful i feel extremely awkward in testing a bottle of the billings company milk in the presence of mr billings please remember that the billings company has many supply dairies if this one bottle should not prove first class it is no direct reproach to your guest ladies i do not ask any excuses the billings company is reliable we have every confidence in this milk mr billings that is why i asked for the test may i ask for another vessel a pitcher or a milk bottle mrs carroll rings enter louise bring another pitcher louise and an empty milk bottle clean exit louise and returns with them while mr arnold continues only two things are to be decided by this little test whether the milk is clean and whether it has starch in it if it is clean milk according to our standard there will be but a slight smear on the cloth when it is strained he puts cloth over top of pitcher pushing it down inside and fastens it with string or rubber band then solemnly pours in most of the milk buzz among ladies while this is straining i will apply the iodine test to what remains in the bottle if there is starch in it it will turn blue pours water from a glass into the bottle adds a few drops of iodine shakes it holds it up before them it is blue oh, oh, oh look at that, look at that. Just, just think of it mr billings much confused but unable to escape i am afraid one of the supplying dairymen thins his milk and whitens it starch is not dangerous dirt is we will now examine our strainer holds up cloth a heavy dark deposit is shown there is a tense silence mrs o'shane suddenly rising up that's what killed my patsy points at mr billings and was him that did it commotion mr billings rising ladies i demand to be heard you have all known me for years most of you take my milk you know it is good there is some mistake that is not the milk that should have been delivered here evidently not no tis not the milk for the rich tis the milk for the poor ladies i protest my standing in this community my years of service ought to give me your confidence long enough to look into this matter i must find out from which of my suppliers this inferior milk has come we will have a thorough overhauling i assure you i had no idea any such milk was being handled by us then why did you give me this bill shows marked bill this was handed to me a few moments ago by mr billings to ensure my giving him a favorable test it is the first time i ever held a bribe even for evidence ladies i wish to clear mr arnold of even a moment's suspicion i knew the milk trust would not bear inspection so i urged mr arnold to take the money if it was offered and bring it out in evidence there it is i suspected as much this is admitted to be a conspiracy between our new doctor and our new inspector but i trust ladies that more than the word of two strangers will be required to condemn an old friend and fellow-citizen 
I gave you that bill, Mr. Billings. It's the one you changed for me just now. That much of a conspiracy I admit. So you and your accomplice had it all framed up to knife me. And is your word and his a man whose very admission proves him a venal scoundrel to stand against mine? Do you think I had but one hundred-dollar bill about me? I doubt if you had more than one with a red mark in the middle of the top on both sides. Mrs. Carroll suddenly takes up Bill and examines it, rises. It was a painful surprise to find the quality of milk which has been served to me, but it is more painful to see that it was evidently known to be bad. Ladies, I saw Dr. Strong mark that bill. I saw her give it to him in change for smaller ones. Sure, and I saw him pass it to the man. Ladies, if you will kindly move a little, I think Mr. Billings would be glad to pass out. They make way for him, and he goes out, turns at door, and shakes fist at Mr. Arnold. You'll lose your job, young man. I have some power in this town. And so have I, Mr. Billings. I'll see that Mr. Arnold keeps his place. We need him. You said this club could carry the town, that we women could do whatever we wanted to here, with our influence. Now we will see what our influence amounts to. Rich or poor, we are all helpless together unless we wake up to the danger and protect ourselves. That is what the ballot is for, ladies, to protect our homes, to protect our children, to protect the children of the poor. I am willing to vote now. I am glad to vote now. I've got something to vote for. Friends, sisters, all who are in favor of woman's suffrage and pure milk, say I. Club women all rise and wave their handkerchiefs, with cries of, Aye, aye. Curtain End of Something to Vote For by Charlotte Perkins Gilman